0: Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of Talking Ship. Get on board with two cruise directors as we share our stories from the sea, discussing everything from cruise ships to friendships to relationships. If you like what you hear, be sure to leave a review and subscribe to be notified when the next episode drops. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast. As always, just a reminder that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are ours and do not reflect the views of our employers. Welcome back, everybody.
1: Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to episode four of the Talking Shit podcast.
0: No dancing this time. No dancing this time. (laughs) I I think we should start, if we continue going down this road, I really think that we should try and figure out how to film while recording, because I think that everyone needs to see those dance moves. It's a real shame that you're hiding them away from everyone.
1: But if we do record it, that means you will have to like have a podcast outfit and you'll have to that's a whole that's like a day
0: yeah and i'd have to like put makeup on and like look presentable whereas here i am sat in i am in a podcast i'm wearing the same outfit i've worn every single time we podcast this is
1: your podcast outfit my
0: spanks jumpsuit with my house slippers um and like dirty hair but yeah so i guess maybe not scratch that anyways we are back after four amazing episodes so i guess this is the fourth episode um and we've gotten back from miami been having loads of fun
1: Yes, we are back in the heat of Texas.
0: How? What can we tell people about Miami other than it was nine cruise that just got together and wreaked chaos and
1: we can not talk about what we did because it's top secret, but super top secret. What it was great to be sauces. It was great. It was great to be in Miami, and it was great to see a bunch of other cruise directors. And this was special because the other time we all get together was the conference.
0: Yeah, and it only happens every like seven years that we
1: had. That was back in <laughs> May. May. Uh, but this time we got to see each other because we were rehearsing some stuff. Mm-hmm. We got to see each other perform, which was good.
0: Yeah. Because at conference, we just went over like best practices and, and different like learnings and traits and stuff and like leadership courses. But this was actual like real on full out performances, which I mean, everyone is kind of like the same person they are on stage that they are off the stage. But a lot of them just is like amplified and you wonder how they're going like, to kind of like approach different things. And this is a very specific um, project. So it was really good to kind of see everybody come out of their shell.
1: It was. It was great. Um, what wasn't great about it, though, was the journey home.
0: Oh, my gosh. I never want to fly out of Fort Lauderdale. I, I don't know what it is about the airports in Florida that really just stress me out. Anytime I go there, Orlando, Fort Lauderdale, or Miami, they just it's never a seamless process.
1: Well, I was happy with the flights because it was, I mean, it is what it is.
0: At least we, at least you got to fly home with me, whereas we flew out of country and back into country beforehand.
1: But I was worried when you told me that the percentage of times... that the The Delta flight (laughs) is on time was like
0: 46%. I didn't know you could look at that either. I don't know why they would advertise that. Fun fact, friends, is if you are like a flying Delta, they'll tell you how many times that this specific flight that you're on, which we were doing, Fort Lauderdale to DFW, it was only ever on time 46% of the time. And we didn't look at that until after we had had our flight. What, What happened?
1: So we flew from Fort Lauderdale to Atlanta.
0: No, but that, yeah, but... That but, took like a day and a half.
1: Well, we got, on, we got on the plane and then they said that the engine was broken.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm glad we did find that out. But anyways, so, sat on the tarmac, was getting ready to get off.
1: So then back. we got off the plane mm-hmm. and then we got back on the plane. Did they do it again?
0: No, because then there was a huge storm was rolling in. It took two hours oh, yeah. to fix the plane. And then we were getting it. They were like, all right, now everybody get back on the plane. Everyone like tried to load up super fast. By that point, the the storm was already there, lightning had struck. And so we were grounded for another two hours.
1: It was an effort like.
0: On the freaking plane.
1: Yeah, it was a lot. But the biggest um, disappointment of the whole day was Mm -hmm. just before we got on the flight the second time, I went to Shake Shack
0: Oh Lord!
1: to get hot dogs. I've heard good things about these hot dogs from Shake Shack. And to be fair, Uh the burger that we had from Shake Shack, you said it, you said, and this is controversial, people... You said it was better than a Whataburger burger. Yeah, but like
0: Shake Shack and Whataburger don't fall in the same category, which is why I felt why? I felt like it was... A, and I thought I was in a safe space. How dare you rat me out in front of all my friends? Listen, why why are they not in the same category? Because there's, Shake Shack's not a drive-thru. Whataburger's a drive-thru. Okay. Whereas Shake Shack is very much not.
1: So we had a Shake Shack, and all right, I probably didn't need a hot dog after having a burger, but it was a few <laughs> hours difference. And the plane, we didn't know when the plane was going to board. We do
0: love a hot dog.
1: And so I said... We're going to go and I'm going to go and get a hot dog. Mm-hmm. So I went and got a hot dog, ordered it, was waiting for it. And we had a code word that if we had to, I had to come and board the plane. Kindle's code word was? Falafel pie. Falafel pie. So she had to shout <laughs> falafel pie across the terminal.
0: And we were there with another cruise director that was also in the same flight, but he was trying to get to Europe. But he was like, what are you yelling? And I was like, falafel
1: pie. So that was my code word to get to get back over because we we're boarding the flight. Heard the fluff of pie, did not have my hot dog yet. And I paid for it and I was waiting for it.
0: I'm like, I called you like four times. I know.
1: And then it got to the point where I was like, I'm going to have to leave it. So I left it. Then we got on the plane. And then we were on the plane <laughs> and the air stewardess must have us. We got seen upgraded us. our
0: seats to, we were at like 43 E&D. And then we got up to like 22 and apparently Delta boards middle of their planes. Odd. Anyways, side note, we were very close to the stewardess now. So
1: the stewardess noticed us from the first time around. And she was like, and we were discussing the. Uh, hot dog situation You
0: can tell that he was Very upset with this hot dog That he I was could have like, complaining so loudly That the air waited. stewardess Had to come over I thought the, the air marshal Was going to be like Sir you need to calm down About so this hot dog
1: the stewardess <laughs> came over Bless her Started messaging people In the terminal To see if someone could go And get Joey's order From the uh, Shake shack In yeah, the terminal and, and no one did No that's because They went and got your order And then ate it She tried twice To come and Supply me with my hot dog And especially <laughs> when we told her What you can't that
0: sentence is just an interesting supply one. Supply me with my hot dog. She was, trying, she was trying to give me my hot dog. But
1: well, the bottom, bottom line is I did not get a hot dog from Shake Shack.
0: Yeah. No. I was very disappointed. Anyways. Anyways. I think that's a, a great place to stop our random babbling and get into today's topic.
1: Yes, today's topic. So, <laughs> Kindle, today's topic we are going to be discussing how important length is.
0: Uh, wait, are, are we <laughs> talking about hot dogs are we no, talking about cruises? we're talking about
1: cruises <laughs> when it comes to a cruise. Because cruises are all different lengths. So, for instance, you can have a three day, four day, five day, six day, seven day, wow, eight day. You're so good at counting. And then you can go <laughs> like fourteen days. Some do like a thirty day. No, not, not uh, yes. They do. They do.
0: Not not particularly for us. Well, we've it's never coming up. Coming up though. Our, no, I think the longest one we've ever done is like a twenty four day.
1: Singapore though, are not they doing a crazy one?
0: Yeah, it's it's twenty four days.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, that's still a long time.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's a good place to kind of discuss because each voyage, like, like each length of cruise is a very different demographic. And like you get different type of people that are on the cruises for different reasons. So I think it's a good place to start of saying like, what really is the ideal starter cruise?
1: So what's, what have you done? As a guest, what did you do?
0: So like whenever in 2002, whenever I was like seven, my family and me did a little trip out to Florida and then we hopped on a cruise for a three-day voyage. Um, and it was the perfect thing for us because it was – they had two kids. I was, I think, seven. My brother was nine. And the mom and dad were still pretty young. So like they were running around in the casino after they dropped us off at kids camp. Um, and it was perfect. Perfect. I mean, I don't really remember much about it, other than, like, there was one port. We still had an elegant night. I was getting dressed up to the nines. My brother was wearing, like, one of those cucumber belt things. Cucumber Cucumber belt? Yeah, that's what I called it, because I I didn't understand what it was. They just kept saying, cucumber. What is it called? Cumberbund. Cumberbund? (laughs) Cumberbander. All I'm thinking is
1: Benedict Cumberbatch.
0: He's not on this podcast. Um, Cumberbund. I used to call him a cucumberbund, or something like that, because that's why... I had no idea they were wearing, it looked ridiculous to me anyways. But yeah, so that was, it was perfect for us. And it really like, it gave us the cruise bug and then we kind of got into it. But now that like we work in the industry, I don't think that I would ever take a three day cruise now in our position.
1: Uh, Have you ever worked a three day cruise as a... Cruise, actual crew member.
0: I got really, really lucky. Um, for those that like, not to say that a 3 and 40 cruise is not good. You get the great product no matter what you do. But for like team members, it's incredibly tough because it is it's two debarkations in a week that just sounds exhausting. You've only got three days to put all the programming in. So no, I, long story short, I've only done one three day, one four day. And that was on a ship right before the pandemic. And I was getting ready to turn my itinerary into a three and four day run. And then COVID happened. So I have always been on seven days or longer.
1: See, I think, what I did was my first ever cruise Mm -hmm. when I've started working, my first ever cruise was three and four days out of Port Canaveral. (sighs) And I got on, spring break.
0: Are you serious?
1: So I like did not even know what was happening and it was just, and it was it, like, it was mental
0: first time working in America, but you thought yeah. we were absolute animals. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was crazy. And then after <laughs> like, so it's spring break, It's like March, right? Yeah. So yeah, after March, it all died down a bit, but I think that was a perfect way to learn because the three and four day, it was so intense. It was just the, the weeks went quick. Like you say, two debarkations two.
0: yeah, you do everything twice.
1: Yeah. And, and like- so after a month, you know, everything, because you've done it twice in the week, so I personally think everyone should start off on three and four days. Well, but if
0: you live by that one. I'm going to just continue to count my blessings that I was on a seven day cruise.
1: The thing is, a lot of people, because when you talk to people about cruising, normally they say, "I don't know if I can." It's normally the confined space, and it's yeah. They always like, get
0: really scared that it feels like it's like a really tiny hotel. Yeah,
1: and so so a lot of people go on a three or four day. Just to see how that side of things feel. To get
0: acclimated with the atmosphere.
1: But what you've got to realize is if you do go on a three and four day, they are the party cruises mm-hmm. because people have only got three or four days.
0: Right. To pack so it all in.
1: They go wild. And you can always tell at a sail away party of three and four day, mm-hmm. the crowd, it'll just be.
0: It's different. It's a different energy. It's amazing. And like, there's a lot of people that maybe get scared away from it because they think it's going to be like a bunch of just like drunk people raging around, which I wouldn't say that it always is on a three and four well, there day. Will, there will be some. There will definitely be some, but, but there's there will also, also drunk be some and crazy people days. on the eight days. Like, it's just whatever you want to get your bang, your bang for your money, right? Like, if you're buying, if you're buying some kind of drink package, you want to make sure it's worth your, your money. But no, like, it's a really good starter cruise because like you said, it's people get scared of the confined spaces of it. Like, are scared they're going to get. I don't know seasick or something, but that was probably the best first starter cruises. But I very quickly, my family very quickly transitioned into longer cruises because we wanted to make the the trip out worth it. If in if, now that we go out of Galveston, it was much more realistic for us to be able to like do a quick little five day. But once you kind of go forward, do you hear a lot from people like you can never go back to a three and four day?
1: No, they they are crazy, and especially like because the three and four days when I got on, when I did my three and four days, like I say, it was spring break, mm-hmm. so there was a lot of. And we were going to Nassau and... Freeport. Freeport. Oh, wow. And, and those ports... <laughs> wow. Those ports, you can... The drinking age is 18. So these yeah. the kids were coming on. They couldn't drink on the ship, but then they could drink in the ports. And then they come so back. So they were coming on absolutely wasted. It was it's hilarious. always
0: peer duties. very interesting in those places anytime you really go to Mexico it's interesting because nine times out of ten the drinking age is not even considered as long as you can reach over the bar they serve you it's a good rule and so the peer duties when you come back are wild you see these kids that literally look like little babies just wasted and their parents are like yeah we're teaching them while they're young what, <laughs> what moderation it is. and I was like what are you moderating <laughs>
1: you lost the plot mom. but it's yeah so parenting I think that we don't shun it no definitely not encourage that stuff
0: <laughs> especially in England because you guys started drinking at the ripe old age of what four no five five <laughs> or six
1: but I think that when you got your first gin they hey? are they are the party cruises and I do because you don't You if you're on for three days you want to you want to go hard for three yeah, days yeah it's
0: like a like a bachelorette party or a, a yeah, guy's there's a lot like of those. do
1: yeah there's a lot of bachelorette parties and <laughs> bachelor party. bachelor okay. parties
0: oh my gosh I've been with you so long I forgot what like a, a girl versus guy I was thinking like Hindu and stag Hendo. do and I don't know why we call them Hindus. Well, hens are female chickens.
1: Yeah, but a stag is a deer.
0: Yeah, it's a male deer, though. Who knows? Anyways, we digress.
1: Full of those, full of birthdays, but not so many like anniversaries of like, like family reunions because yeah. it's
0: it's not a huge expense, and so like a lot of the family can actually come. Those are the ones you always see huge families with matching T-shirts, yeah. absolutely just, and they'll like stake out two hundred chairs on the Lido deck. Yeah, please don't do that.
1: What's the <laughs> What's the longest cruise you've done?
0: I did a 14 day crossing from the Mediterranean. I think it was 14 days. I'm going to be honest. I I've, I've really been in the pocket of like six, seven and eight for the longest time. Um, we started in Barcelona and we went up to like Lisbon and Vigo. Where's Lisbon? It's in Portugal. Very good. Why are you stressing me out with these? Because you learned that the other day. I did. Cause we were watching that heart of stone movie. Anyways, again, we love Netflix. Um, Going across, and then we went to like Halifax, and we ended up in New York. Uh, but I don't know if that was nine days or fourteen days. But yeah, I've I've always kind of done a six, seven, and eight, which is really a good. It's a good length for like a mixed bag of people.
1: I did a my last ship I was on. I did a crossing from Tampa to Barcelona, and that was how many days? I think that was fifteen days.
0: How many sea days though? Because the sea nine. days are like in a row.
1: Yeah, the front nine no. sea days. Yeah. No. Yeah. You, yeah, I did nine sea days at the beginning. I thought
0: you, I thought you did like a couple of ports in the beginning. It was no, five no, sea days no, across.
1: No, it was the ports at the end.
0: What did you do?
1: Um, it was, it was, it was great because by day five, everyone knows everyone, and it was on a smaller ship, so we only had like seventeen hundred guests, so everyone just knew everyone, and it was just great.
0: And they, I, did they even like did they like want you to go and entertain them, or were you just like getting yeah? But, a but at that point, I was like, I was
1: just making stuff up for the um, morning show. We did. I used to have a segment. I was running out of games to play and things to talk about. So I just had a segment called, uh, special guest that is a guest. And I just got well, a guest.
0: Not, not a guest, it's a special guest.
1: Yeah, special guest that is a guest. <laughs> and it was really good. you like, you're, we learned some crazy stuff. We had, we had a couple on that, um, they were, they, they got married 12 hours after they met.
0: Excuse that was, me. That was what? their
1: story. Yeah. They got married. They've been together. I think it was like 40, 40, years.
0: And I thought we were crazy for going to Santorini after eight weeks of I know. meeting. Imagine getting married 14 hours after you met someone. I mean, in some, in some, like...
1: You don't even know if they snore
0: at that point. And maybe they took a nap on the plane.
1: Possibly. <laughs> well, I don't know why. You, why were they on a
0: plane? I, I would imagine they'd have to go somewhere. Why? That's, that's a great place to meet people is the airport. <laughs> what? Long layovers.
1: Okay. I don't know. I'm just talking. We met, about another, we met another couple, another guy, whose sister was the first person to row across a car in the Atlantic. It was a very big ocean. Row,
0: like... like Row, in a boat.
1: A, like, on a... Like, canoe. Not... I don't think it was a canoe.
0: Like, by herself, like a Yeah, new... on your own, yeah. We've gotten very far from the continent. What we're yeah, talking we have, about. yeah. But, uh, yeah, on the big long cruises, so... You get to Like, know the him, nine plus days, If you, depending on the size of the ship and stuff like that, the, the programming's definitely really different because you've got your normalist stuff that you would usually have having your itinerary, mm-hmm. but then you got super random things like a special guest. That's a guest. But that then you, end you end also have, because you have to try and fill the days
1: on the longer days. You get the guest entertainers, don't you?
0: Yeah. And these are the, like your demographic for these are always your, like your older demographic, just because not every family or your middle age with like the younger kids have nine to 14 days to give up. So if you go on these longer cruises, then you're going to find the demographic is a lot less high energy and way more like, inf- like not informational.
1: But I found that even on a seven day, like going from three and four days on my first contract, yeah, to I think it was six and eight on my second contract, you could tell that people were pacing themselves more.
0: Well, yeah, like they'd have a,
1: like they'd go hard on the first day, second day would be a little quieter. That was an elegant night to get dressed up, mm-hmm. and then they'd go again the next day, and then the, like the night before a port would be a quiet night, and, but then the
0: night of the port they like, pace
1: like, themselves and well,
0: because they've got to make their money last as well. So like on the on oh, the yeah. six and seven days and the eight days, you've got to. You got to make the money The the, my dad used to call it the kitty the, the pot that he would like, we would just like count the money and everything, but we had to make whatever we had last the full cruise. So by like the, day one and day two, you kind of see your spending habits and then you either got to slow down or you're like, okay to continue on. And then you also get like tired. I get tired for one day of our activities here. And so then like the next day we have to have a nap day and then the next day we can do stuff again. But the same for people on vacation.
1: As well, though, you have the back to back people. So yeah. a back to back cruise is when people just stay on. So we'll have like one cruise then we'll come back to Homeport and then they'll stay on for another one.
0: Yeah. And those are either retirees or like crazy cruisers.
1: Yeah. There's some crazy cruisers.
0: I love them though. Because they always, the people that go back to back also feel like a lot like family. Because I've heard so many people say that are like back to back cruisers that it's cheaper than retirement. Like yeah. going to retirement
1: home. We used to have a lady, I think she was called Penny or Peggy in on my first ship out mm-hmm. of Port Canaveral. And she used to say, she used to just stay on. For like three or four weeks, and then she'd get off and go to another ship. Yes, yeah, side the, by side from the same port mm-hmm. in Port Canaveral, and she would say, like, you get better entertainment than in a retirement home. They, you get looked after better. The food's better. You get to travel the world. She can sit by the coffee shop and talk to everyone. She was amazing, and yeah. she was there constantly. But like, we've had people on the ships that for forty eight days.
0: Well, especially when we returned to service around. after the COVID, like people. Mm. I was I was talking to one guy Ed. I was like, Ed, did you have to like buy a house because you've been on ships for so long? I don't think you had a home anymore. He did, but he he was like, I spent. I think it was the year of two thousand and nineteen. I'd ask, and he said that he had been on ships like a hundred or three hundred nine days out of the three hundred fifty two days in the year. That's think, insane. He was on ships a whole lot, and he still is. But um, what would you say your ideal length of a cruise is, uh, like from the cruise director standpoint, like the cruise standpoint?
1: Um, probably seven day. I think the week is the perfect one. Yeah. Because it's, it, it's almost like, especially when you're going Saturday to Saturday, it's easier to, it's it's more like a working week. And, yeah. Cause I get off a
0: Sunday to rest.
1: Yeah. I think, and it's, it's a good, cause it's normally three ports. So two C, three C days.
0: Yeah. It, it can go in either two C days and four ports or three C days and three ports. Yeah. And I
1: think that's a good, that's a good length. I always like the C days at the front as well. Sometimes it's like one CD and then pop, 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 two CDs. I prefer having two CDs at the front. Cause then you can like get to know the guests a little bit and they'll get you yeah, in, at the front. But I
0: then think if it's the two C days at the back, usually on the next run it's opposite. So then it's like five full days with no real breaks. Cause our yeah. port days are our biggest like rest days. Cause we get up in the morning, do debark or gangway. And then we have a bit of time in the afternoon where we can get off for sleep. And then it's work in the evening. So those are kind of like our weekends are the port days. And then our work week is really C day, C day, embark C day, C day, port again.
1: But that's one thing that messes me up is if, if we're doing alternate cruises, so like oh, if it's yeah. six day, eight days, you just never know what day it is. Because if it's just steady I don't seven know days, what day it is anyways. but if it's steady seven days, you know at least okay, it's homeport tomorrow, so it's Saturday. Uh, yeah. Or it's Sunday. At least you know that. Whereas if it's like six day, eight day, you're all over the place.
0: I mean, I really, I never know it. I never know the date, and I never know the day of the week. I know it by like today is embarkation day. Oh, it's like the day. What day is the the party on? And I'm like it's on sea day one.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, it's on,
0: it's on port day two. It's on Grand Cayman. Like it's it, I that went out the window a long time ago.
1: When do you think, like when you see families cruising together with like kids and stuff? Mm-hmm. Do you think there's more that do that on seven days and longer, or or the three and four days?
0: I think on like the the three fours and fives even, we haven't really talked about five days, but like I'm five days. a five day. A five day, because it, usually it's like four and fives or it's three and fours on ships because you it's it's two fours and then a five or two. No, it's two fives and then a four day because they've got, that's a 14 day rotation. Oh yeah. So like on the four day you'll find like, I would say probably families with the younger kids. And then on the five day of you your kids with the older ones, because you want them to be able to have that same experience. So they like invest in that opportunity for the kids to really enjoy themselves for five days and for them to kind of do it. But I would say on the six and seven, uh, really on the, on the longer cruises, it's people that have, I wouldn't say it's as many first time cruisers. It would be more repeat cruisers that I already know. I would say you're, you're four, fives and six, I mean, even three, four, fives and six are your, your first time cruisers with a lot of younger kids.
1: It was funny on my last one, when we did the crossing mm-hmm. to get, to get ready for the crossing, we did like, we were doing eight days, and then we had to do like a six day, four day and a three day or something weird. Yeah. To get it lined up. Yeah. And like the three day we had like, I think it was just over 3000 guests on. And it was like 700 kids. Yeah. And then the next cruise, there was seven, seven children. Yeah. It was insane. Like the And difference. that's based
0: off the, the different things. And it, I mean, it goes the same with when it's the time of the year. So if you do, like an eight day cruise, like whenever I was out of Fort, La- Fort Lauderdale, or excuse me, Port Canaveral and the eight day cruises, we had loads of people from different demographics as well come, like from Texas, because we didn't do a lot of the t- the eight day runs that went where we did on that one. So people cruise for all different reasons, but that was, and on that one we had, I think, 1500 kids. On the last ship we had was the capacity is 6,500. So there was a lot more, but it's essentially the same concept of one week, it's loads of kids. And then on the longer run, it was, mm. it was a lot less.
1: I always, the, the hardest one for me is when it's seven days and your embarkation is like at Christmas and New Year's, it seems to always land on like New Year's Eve
0: mm-hmm.
1: embarkation. So people are getting off and then getting back on for New Year's Eve. Oh, that's a, that's a tough yeah. day that. That's a the Christmas day.
0: cruise into the New Year's Eve cruise is... Phenomenal as far as like for the guest experience, but for like crew, those are probably the two toughest weeks in the entire year because the build up to Christmas, because mm-hmm. Christmas is a full month activation. So the build up of it and like finally executing Christmas, because on a typical run, whatever, you'll have like Christmas spread out, but then like that, everything has to happen on Christmas day. And like you said, then it ends up going into New Year's Eve, which a lot of the times is on embarkation day. Or have you ever had it where New Year's Eve fell on like C day three? So the first day of the year was. Deep, like they all got off and then they oh, got on no. and everyone was hungover and miserable yeah, and so awful. cranky but anyways that was that was a bit off topic but.
1: so i think if you are i would say if you're looking to do a cruise and mm-hmm. you've never done a cruise before if you're cruising with like a bunch of people do a three and four day yeah if you're with a family i'd say probably a five day
0: yeah you're like like if you like a small family nucleus i would say a five day is a good one where it's a five like,
1: day with three ports right
0: um, and then two sea days depends on where you're going out of if you're out of Do Texas that. it usually does I think only two ports
1: there's other ports in Texas can you?
0: I know there is other ports in Texas I think again I don't know those ones as well
1: but yeah I'd say dip your dip your toes in the water of five day yeah because that's because I think sometimes you, people get their eyes open pretty quickly on a three and four day they're like is this what it's always like, <laughs> like no no one can go this hard for five days <laughs> come on now everyone calm down but yeah. yeah so there you go that's a little bit about the length of cruising
0: how long is too long? <laughs>
1: Six months. That's so that's long. Um, long
0: speaking of uh, exciting things, Joe, do you have anybody that's coming to the porthole today?
1: Of course I do. I will do always have-, have people ready to join us. <laughs> I really thought that was hall.
0: going to be a one-off thing, but you're really, nope. we're going for yeah, it.
1: I have a new guest for you today. Okay. So let's see who is joining us in the porthole.
0: Hello, you two. It's me, baby Jane. Well, it's just Jane now, but it's me, baby Jane. Um, love the podcast. Love listening to you guys. Feel like I'm with you. Um, known you both for about five years now. Worked with you as entertainment host and with Kindle as cruise director. Oh Haven't quite made it to work with Joey as cruise director yet, but maybe one day. That's a lot. I have a question for Kindle. We've had some amazing experiences on and off the ships. Uh, we've been very lucky. But I want to know what your top three moments are and why so love you both love you
1: so that is baby jane aka jane now jane is from the north of england as well she's from a place that is not made up called (laughs) freckleton ridiculous name and we have worked with jane many many times as when we were both hosts Mm -hmm. and she was a host with us and like you she said, she's worked with you as a cruise director when she was a host. She is now an entertainment director and absolutely killing it. Um, and she lied then. She has worked with me as a cruise director.
0: Yeah, but she was a host. She wasn't, I mean, like as entertainment director, she didn't get to work with you. I like, guess she didn't work with me as entertainment no, director No, but
1: when I covered you the first time I covered, yeah. when I did the four weeks, there was absolutely no way I could have got through that four weeks without Baby Jane
0: yeah, by Jane, my side. She's an absolute legend. But to answer Jane's question, three... And my favorite moments on a ship, and I will try to keep them brief, so I'm not...
1: Well, what I will say, say is... I don't
0: want to like get really long-winded here. No,
1: this, this is good, because we talk about moments a lot. We always say our job is about making moments, and mm. we're talking at specific moments. Now, just while you're thinking of them, so because get thinking, because you need to do three, one of my favorite moments of all time on a ship involves Baby Jane <laughs> when she fell in the swimming pool when uh-huh. we when were doing the 80s party. Do you remember? It's the funniest thing what I've you ever you seen in my life. On the
0: bench? What were we, it must've been during COVID times. It
1: was so funny.
0: Cause you guys used to dance up on the bench, didn't you? Yeah. With me. And what did she, why she did
1: fell you? in the pool, but the pool was like two stages.
0: Oh yeah. It was like, she fell on the, oh, on the so sun the sun part, you know, cause I was thinking one of my favorite moments was actually, we used to do, um, clue, the murder mystery. I think we're going to say that. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and Jane,
1: <laughs> I'd she- lived it. <laughs> She completely went off script.
0: She was Mrs. Peacock and it was like, what was your alibi? She was like, I was in my cabin, shaving me back.
1: Shaving me back. Oh, that cracked me up as (laughs) well. Oh, I
0: loved, I used to love Clue because it was just absolute laughs every single time. Um, I mean, there's there's loads of beautiful things. I think one of them, uh, I've even got a video, Jane, and I've told you about this before. It was whenever I went back to... Um, the very first ship that came back after COVID and I was walking around the ship as a skeleton, like we literally walked straight to our rooms. And I remember just being so incredibly thankful about like getting the opportunity to come back to work so, so quickly after the pandemic. And, um, I took a video cringe, like 15 pound Kindle COVID, uh, um, whatever, but it was, it was like to kind of grab myself. And I was like, I'll just remember this moment and remember how excited you are in, in the hard times. This is one of those things. So that's probably one of the most memorable moments, um, of getting to go back to that and then like helping on board all the crew members that were just so incredibly happy to be there after fifteen months of not working. Um, and then another one would probably be the first time my parents ever saw me as a cruise director.
1: Well when was that? How, how long have you been an, doing the job?
0: I was, I had covered a couple times in 2018 when I actually got my promotion. And then I was doing like my first four month coverage on a ship out on the West coast. And for some reason, my parents decided to come out there cause they hadn't had a chance to see me anywhere else. And I was doing the eighties party again. I guess the eighties party always holds some sentimental moments. Um, but I was on the bar and the atrium. It was back when they had big atrium parties. And it was the I will always love you bit that we do at the end of it, even though it's not an 80s song. <laughs> Please don't cruise by me. I know. It's just a nice moment, a nice touch to end up the cruise. And like everyone was singing and like had their arms around each other. And I look out in the audience. My mom is who is just like the pageant mom to the max. She was like smiling and had her phone up and was recording and like crying and sobbing. She's like, that's my daughter. And I just look over and see my dad who is stoic. Typically had his arms crossed but he was just looking up at me, just smiling. And he was like, that's my girl. And I was uh, immediately tears. Um, So those are probably two uh, moments that really stick out. But I don't know if that the third one. Off the I, top have, of my I had head.
1: one like that when first time my parents ever came. Yeah, because it was your
0: first time you ever covered. It was right? the
1: first time I ever covered it. Well,
0: I guess it was the first time you stepped into it because the first time you cover covered was whenever I had left.
1: Yeah, so I did in two thousand nineteen. I did a week, and it was Paddy's week, and my parents were there, and I was doing the Maltown party. My dad always sings "Stand by Me," mm-hmm. and that was it. Uh, we had a, same, a similar moment. I think he was looking at me proud. He could have just you crying sp- right now. He could have just been squinting to see if it was actually... Well, what's he doing down there? <laughs> Trying to find a barman or something like that. But yeah, uh, go on, one more.
0: Uh, I don't... I mean, there's like super memorable moments. I think probably like the most... It's not like a happy memory. It's more of like one of those crazy ship stories whenever we lost the Azapod and like me and two other... Lost what? the what? It's like... A, It's like a propeller engine director thing. I'm not really sure. I'm talking way out of my depth now. But basically it went out on the ship and like the entire ship lost power and it was on the first elegant night. And everyone was out around the ship and me and two other cruise directors were all there. And so we were like all in handover. It was Fourth of July. The ship had like 4,600 people on it. it was rammed. And then everything turned off in the middle of the evening of Elegant Night. And slowly everything came back on. But people were like in their life jackets and like the violin trio was in the atrium playing the Titanic soundtrack. It was. What? Yeah, it was, I think they got in trouble. But it was it was funny at the time. or It's funny now to talk about it. But at the moment, people were absolutely hysterics.
1: I, I reckon I could come up with five moments just with Jane.
0: Yeah, but that's... The time I, don't think the, the, I don't think you're allowed to talk time, about four of them. The time the, them. the new
1: Adele album came out. The time <laughs> the new Adele album dropped. That's her
0: and Lawrence. That was
1: hilarious. <laughs> then the, the time she was parking everybody's motorized scooters in the theater. Show watch the, that, was, that was hilarious.
0: There's the time that um, me, you and her were at the Quest. That was another that yeah. was another wild one. Um, there was Jane Jane, her birthday party we had in Rowatan whenever she had the crown and the, she had the crown and the sash and she was like in the water oh yeah Oh, we had, do you remember the pizza birthday cake she, all she wanted and we got like 12 pizzas yeah all she yeah. wanted
1: was a birthday cake made out of pizzas so we got a bunch of pizzas happy
0: birthday Jane
1: and Adele never went I'll never forgive you for that Adele <laughs> <laughs> Adele never turned up anyway I can't really divulge into those stories yeah we're not allowed to talk about anything no. else
0: it's all top of code secret confidential but there
1: you go Janie. there's your there's your stories your moments
0: oh bless she well, is hilarious all right. Well, Joe, we got to get ourselves out of here and on to the next thing for today, but yes. thank you again to everyone for listening. This was episode four. Um Again, keep letting us know what you guys want to hear more of in the next episodes. I think we're going to maybe dive into ports, shore excursions, um and the crazy stories always just kind of fall in tow.
1: And if you want to leave a review and you can put in the review if you want what you want to hear about. Or, or if you deep specific
0: dive. crew members you want to hear from. Yeah ooh again I don't know how I keep saying leave a review but I'm like I don't know how you do that
1: <laughs> uh, it's on there somehow I'm sure
0: <laughs> but
1: yes I guess that's goodbye then
0: alright until next time I'm Kendall here and I'm Joey bye
1: cheerio okay bye and Rice Krispies